On this episode of Into the Unknown, I am joined with my good friend, Mr. Tevin Cherry. Tevin and I met when I was the historian and curator at the Kyle Triple Hall of Fame down in Atlanta. Tevin was a fan ambassador there, and anytime I was on the hall side, maybe fixing an exhibit or just near the Hall of Fame blades, I loved talking to Tevin. We got to know each other really well. His stories are funny. He always had something interesting to say, and he knew so much about all our Hall of Famers, which is always a you know a great a great thing, and helped me out quite a bit. Tevin's story is absolutely incredible, and I just can't wait for you guys to hear it. So let's jump into it. So on this episode of Into the Unknown, I am joined with my good friend Tevin Cherry. How are you doing today, man? I'm pretty. I'm pretty good, Jeremy. It's good to see you again after all these years. It's great to see you, man. I really do appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. It's uh, it's really exciting, man. We've known each other for quite a long time now uh, since uh, you know since Atlanta. I want to jump right into this. Tell me that comic book issue number one origin story. Who is Tevin Cherry? Origin story. Who is Tevin Cherry? Um, for starters, I am. Um, Tevin Cherry, 31 years old, from Thomaston, Georgia, born November 2nd, 1991. I enjoy sharing my story with others because I believe that I'm an overcomer of sorts. I was diagnosed and born with a physical condition called cerebral palsy. I was also born two and a half months premature, and I have a twin brother and an older sister. So, Tevin, talking about some of those difficulties you had growing up, I would probably argue they were strengths. What What was life like growing up in Georgia for you? I would generally say that I came from a, um, I'd say, middle, middle class black family. Growing up in Georgia was pretty much uh, my challenges occurred when it came to learning how to get around and navigate my physical environment since I didn't have as much use or strength in my legs or lower extremities. What a lot of people don't know is it took me almost seven years to learn how to walk without any sort of assistance, but it was only short distances for so long. Growing up, being the only quote-unquote differently abled or disabled person, however I choose to identify, it was really difficult being in class when everyone else could walk and they could pretty much go on their own accord. But my family did a very good job in helping me adjust and necessary so that I could live as close to a uh, fulfilled life as possible. Tevin, I love that you mentioned that. What were some of those things that your family did to help you? My mom, she's very big on cleanliness and organization. So around the house, she would set boxes and various things for me to place things in. And she's very keen on, you know, making sure that, you know, my clothes were neat, fresh and clean and just teaching me tasks of how to make my bed. My brother taught me how to tie my shoes. And my sister, she was very instrumental in reading and teaching me basic math and things of how to count. And otherwise, we watched television shows like Barney and <laughs> all the things on uh, 
GPTV, you know, the kids educational stuff. So that's how we pretty much learned. I know one of the areas you're a pretty big expert in is health and wellness. Can you tell me how you kind of started on that journey? My parents, we grew up in the gym. My parents, uh, they helped out with the local recreational basketball team. And I was always in the gym. And when I was growing up in the gym, I didn't necessarily have the ability to shoot a basketball. So one of my first pastimes and one of my first favorite things to learn how to do was kick a ball since the ball was on the ground. And, you know, that's the only thing that I could do without you know, sort of any limitations. It was pretty difficult, I can say, but once I conquered that small hurdle, the rest was history for me. And when me and my brother were in the fourth grade, going to fifth grade in the summer, my parents bought us a weight set. So he got into football and he was in band and things like that. And we just started building our bodies and we became known as people that lifted weights and then it transitioned to high school. And in high school, that's when my brother got into football and then I became a high school wrestler. So I was one of my school's first athletes with a disability to ever compete in high school sports. And I was a high school wrestler for four years. Well, that's incredible. Did you have a, a favorite wrestling move? I generally liked picking people's ankles and doing double leg takedowns. And one of the things that um, that I became famous for in high school was uh, my my handstand pushups that you and so many other people in the Hall of Fame came so anonymous and loving and we would always demonstrate my ability to do handstand push-ups in front of the groups so my thing was um i actually learned how to do handstand push-ups in the 10th grade at my wrestling practice we was on a water break and my coach was yelling at me to do a water break and i'm like i don't want no water so i'm playing around you know, just doing handstands. And I was always good at handstands. My mom would always say, you know, I would do handstands in the pool. So uh, I was on the mat and just playing around with my handstands. And all of a sudden, I did a handstand and I was holding it. And I, you know, did about five push-ups and hopped down. And then my coach is like, yes, that's perfect. And I was like, what? And he was like, when we go to these meets, when everybody's out there, all the teams out there, we're going to get you to go out there, do some handstand push-ups, and that's going to be our intimidation tactic. And we had a pretty good team, and I can pretty much say that me doing handstand push-ups kind of psyched some of the other teams out. So <laughs> I was, in a way, helping my team win and being a good team player. What really drew me into health and wellness and become, and wanted to become a personal trainer was I had a coach by the name of Tommy Watson. When it came to me being in weight training, so many people were afraid to put me in weight training because they felt like I would get hurt. 
you know, I'm disabled. They didn't want to have any liabilities or seal the school. So for some strange reason, some ways or another, I ended up in weight training. And I didn't know what I was going to do like the first week. So coach had me doing push-ups, and that's simple. I was doing crunches, simple, boring. So I'm sitting there mad and stewing like, I'm going to be doing this. Like, it's basic. And coach calls me to his office, and uh, he was like, you know, we're sorry for only having you do push-ups for about a week, but uh, we were trying to come up with stuff that you could do. And I had another coach by the name of Steve Patterson. And uh, next week I came in there, and he was like, we're going to put you to work today, Cherry. You know, that's how he always talked to me, and that's the voice he always used. So, you know, from then on, I was doing upper body exercises and, you know, doing push-ups on the ball and throwing the ball and doing a lot of uh, polyometric work and doing a lot of um, body weight stuff. And that's pretty much my my style and my training style. And it's evolved from there. And that kindness and that display of, hey, you really took time to build and shape and mold me and, you know, give me that self-confidence I needed to not only win in the weight room, I was able to use those same tangible or intangible methods to win at my life and continue my, my fitness journey. Tevin, I love that. So one of the things I realized about everyone's lives we have a choice a lot of times, a path. We can go north, we can go south, we can go east, we can go west. The problem is we don't have the blueprint, so we don't exactly know how things are going to turn out. Can you think of a time where you made a decision not knowing the outcome? That answers in two parts, honestly, Jeremy. Um, as you know, I've been continuing my fitness journey, trying to rehabilitate, and one of my ultimate goals is to you know, overcome cerebral palsy and be able to walk on my own and whatnot. So even after high school, I started recording myself and putting videos on YouTube and Facebook, Google Plus, any social media outlet. So I was really sharing my story and putting my videos on social media because I came to the realization that there was no one else with cerebral palsy or any other physical ailment working out the way I was working out. And I wanted to create like an entire library of me doing these exercises. So maybe someone down the line that's younger than me can come across my videos or, or use them so that they can train themselves, you know? And I didn't know how big I was going to be. I was recording videos off my mom's iPod. And um, it's like periodically somebody with a big name or somebody in the fitness industry, they would really give me their cosign by kind of sharing their videos. And people started writing articles about me because it's like I came out of nowhere. So I was this social media YouTube sensation, you know, as I mature and as I'm growing into an adult and not a college kid anymore, I'm more into um, 
I'm still rehabbing, but I really want to transition to being able to work in a hospital or be a contractor and work with other um, health professionals and develop routines to help people continue to um, rehab, you know. Tevin, I love that. On this journey and the title of this podcast, Into the Unknown, what's your unknown? What are you stepping into right now that is exciting? The unknown? I would say the unknown is um, one thing that I've been working on, especially within the last almost three years since the pandemic is um, the importance of self-awareness and understanding the importance of mental health. The pandemic kept a lot of people inside and in the house and away from their families. And I have lost several people due to COVID and things like that. And it really took a, my mental health really took a deep dive. Uh, I lost someone so important to me. She was my scribe, uh, Miss Tina Cleveland. God rest her soul. She passed away July 2022. And, and I also lost a close friend of mine, you know, while I was being homeless and living in a room house, he was uh, one of my housing mates and he passed away not to, um, they kind of passed away right there together. And those two people, they were very impactful in my life as far as helping me develop and really shape who I was as a person. So when they passed away, my mental health took a deep dive and I had gone through so much, you know, with, the pandemic and those two passings of those very two important people that I really stopped taking care of myself. And I'm generally, I had to come back home and be with my mom for a while. And one thing that she has really been on me about is taking care of myself. And I honestly, I've taken a break from training because it was so hard on me and I didn't want to be in a space in a place where I wasn't giving it my best. So as I journey into this unknown, there are things that I don't know because I don't know what tomorrow brings, but as long as I focus on what's going on today and what's right in front of me, generally focused on showing up for myself loving myself and standing up for myself and being the powerful voice and being the powerful person that people know as Buster the Strong Man, you know. So that's what I want to say my journey into the unknown is. And I'm relearning to um, cherish and spend time and appreciate my family because you never know what tomorrow holds. You just got to um, love your family and be there for them and be active and continue to move forward. I appreciate you sharing that. Like you said, family is so important. As you know, I'm back in Wisconsin. A large part of that was 
to be back and closer to family. And so I really appreciate you, you mentioning that man. And you also mentioned Buster, the strong man. So if people are looking to learn a little bit more about your story, more about you, where can they find you on social media? You can find me at Buster, Buster underscore the underscore strongman on Instagram. And you can find me Tevin Cherry on Facebook. And I'm also, um, Strongman30 or Strongbus28 on TikTok. Tevin, please tell me about your merch. That you can find at therealstrongman.com. I'll make sure to link all that, man. Again, Tevin, it was so great to talk to you. It's great to catch up. And, man, just keep staying positive, and I, I appreciate you, man. Anytime.